You're listening to the Restored Minds podcast, episode number 24. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the coronavirus and anxiety. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. And on this podcast, you're going to learn how to experience true transformation from the inside out. This podcast will discuss common mental health challenges and provide you with evidence-based strategies to help you overcome them. At Restored Minds, we firmly believe that restoration is possible and it's our mission to give you the tools to help you build better mental health so you can become the best version of yourself. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Restored Minds podcast. All right. Hey, friends, and welcome to this episode where we're going to talk about the coronavirus and anxiety. So again, my name is Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in um, working with people with uh, OCD and anxiety. And I want to talk today about the coronavirus from an anxiety perspective, okay? So, um, you know, first and foremost, I want to say a couple disclaimers like, look, I'm not a infectious infectious disease expert. I'm not a medical doctor. So, you know, I, I obviously think it's a good idea to take precaution and listen to the CDC and the World Health Organization about taking the precautions you can take, whether that's washing your hands, you know, not coughing on people, you know, staying away from people if you have symptoms, all of that, right? Totally support it. But I want to talk about anxiety right now because I think what we're seeing is not only are we you know, in this middle of this coronavirus epidemic, but we're also in a panic epidemic. And that's the kind of secondary thing that I don't think people are even looking at and realizing the ramifications of being in this panic state. And the thing about, you know, anxiety, right? Um, You know, because obviously I think every person right now to a degree is experiencing some level of anxiety with this coronavirus um, pandemic. And rightfully so, right? You know, it's, it's something that it's like you should take seriously, but we shouldn't take it to the point where we lose our humanity amidst this chaos, okay? And that's what we're seeing, you know, is the thing about anxiety is, is that it, you, you want to become certain about something that you'll never be certain about, right? So in any form of health anxiety, right? Someone wants to be certain that they're never going to get cancer or they're, you know, never going to contract X, Y, or Z, right? And the reality is, is that for most of us, we have to just embrace uncertainty when it comes to our health, right? We don't, we cannot control that aspect. We can't control the future. And that lack of control leads us to feel fear, right? And anxiety, which then leads us to try to control something right now to prevent that from happening. And what we're seeing happening, you know, right now with the coronavirus is that people are just raiding stores, um, you know, to the point of buying up years of supplies of toilet paper at the expense of, you know, your neighbors can't have some today, right? Or buying up laundry detergent to the point where none of the store has it or, you know, stocking up to the point where we completely forget about and and disregard everyone else. Like, you know, and we have to ask ourselves like, okay, look, is that a good way to go? You know, is that a good thing to do, right? Is that good action to take? Because when we're led by panic, you're led to survive, right? That, that part of your brain is designed to survive. And if you're just thinking about your own survival at the, at the expense of not thinking about anybody else, that can be a very slippery slope, right? Because again, it can just build and build and build and build and build and build, right? And that's what will happen with things like anxiety disorders is that it will just grow, right? And what we need to understand is behavior fuels, I'm sorry, um, yeah, behavior fuels your internal state, 
one way or another. Okay. So even if you go and stock up on toilet paper, well, then the anxiety will come back and then you think you need to stock up on something else and something else and something else, right? And the more behaviors you engage in that fuel this panic, the bigger the panic's going to grow, okay? So, and, and that's what leads, you know, like like, a, like I was just saying, um, you know, someone earlier, like I was at the store and this gentleman totally like body checked this woman out of the way so he could grab some like potatoes at the store. Right. And, and I was just watching it like, and then there was a kind of a confrontation that arose, but you know, everyone went and checked out whatever, and it was over. But that, that gentleman, I imagine anyway, is three weeks ago, four weeks ago would probably sit and be a totally nice person to hang out with. Right. Most likely. And because of the panic taking over and fueling his decisions was willing to do that, you know, and not think twice about it. And I think that's just a, a very small example of, of what happens when we let panic take over, right? We, we disregard other people and, and we become so like just primal instinct uh, creatures. And, and that's a scary thing if, if everyone's doing that, right? And so one of the things that I want to say uh, in this episode is just like, look, we need to be at least aware that another level of this pandemic is panic, right? And I would argue probably like one of the biggest threats to people is panic, right? Um, and, and, and so being, but one of the things is, is we have to, and, and in order to counteract this is we have to at least become aware when we're panicking, because if you're not aware, if you're panicking, you're just going to be led by it. But by becoming aware that I might be panicking, well, that allows us to step back a little bit and kind of say like, okay, I'm feeling panic. I'm feeling like I want to do this, but then giving us enough space to make conscious choices about more than just ourself, right? About others, right? And 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 I just want to say, like, let's not let's not lose the greatest part of humanity as a result of this panic, right? This, this fear. We don't need to lose that. We're not at that point, right? The reactions that are that are having don't equate to what's really happening right now. Um, at least in my opinion, right? And what, what happens a lot with anxiety is that people try to change their external environment to calm down their internal environment, right? And so they do behaviors to neutralize it. This could be an example of stocking up food or, you know, I mean, in, in any situation, when you're trying to change your external environment, something you actually don't have control over, that creates a big conflict, right? You try to control everything, but what we need to understand is behavior will actually fuel your inner state, right? It will. So with anxiety treatment, you know, what we do with, with any form of anxiety really is that we look at the behaviors that are reinforcing the anxiety and we eliminate them. We let the anxiety rise and then it habituates over time. And then we learn that we didn't ever have to do that one behavior. So let's take a simple example of the fear of flying. Well, someone might wear these um you know, lucky shoes and the plane takes off and lands safely, they put together this idea that, oh, well, because I wore the shoes, the plane landed safely. And in, in the reality is, is that the shoes had nothing to do with it, right? You stockpiling toilet paper or someone stockpiling to toilet paper for a year doesn't impact your, uh, like whether or not you're going to get the coronavirus, most likely, Right. You know, we're, it's actually something that we're not in control. But all these things we think we're doing to try to control the situation, 
are causing states of panic. And panic, again, is more contagious, in my opinion, than the virus itself. It just creates more panic. And so we want to take a break. Like We want to be able to create some space and pause for a second and ask ourselves the behaviors that we're engaging in. And if we can engage in behaviors that actually can fuel a peaceful inner state, we can actually make those choices. So when you're at the store, if you see someone who's elderly, who's actually at the most risk for, you know, coronavirus, instead of just walking right by them and grabbing stuff for yourself, maybe it might be nice to help them, right? To give yourself enough space to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to help this person, right? And I'm not going to lose my humanity in this because we can make that choice as individuals. We have that ability. Regardless of what you might feel inside, you have the ability to make the choice to keep your humanity in this, in amidst this panic, right? And you might stand out like a sore thumb, but Peace in many ways can become contagious in the same way panic can, right? And if if you are a member of a family, right, instead of fueling panic, if you can help yourself to become more peaceful during this time internally, I'm not saying to disregard, you know, what's going on. What I am saying though is to be in control about how you're behaving, right, and how you're acting. Um, that can be contagious to the people around you and so on and so forth. What's happening in many cases is, is just whether it's in an office setting or, you know, is that we're so, our attention is so consumed by media and news to the point where it's just causing panic and many people are just being led by that panic. And all I'm, all I'm challenging today on this episode is the idea of being cognizant of what's driving you, right? And the choices you're making um, instead of just reacting because that's how we can kind of keep our humanity during this time. And we will ride through this and we will get through this together. Okay. It, it will happen. Um, I have full, full faith and belief in that. And again, um, at restored minds, we totally support, um, you know, all the people that are, um, making choices during this difficult, difficult time to get us through this. And, um, you know, we're very grateful to be in the society that we're in. And, um, and, and again, we're here to support, you know, people as, as this time is going, as this time of uncertainty is going, which is why, um, you know, down below, um, in the links, I'll have a special, um, opt-in to, you know, and, and for those of you that may not have access to, um, therapeutic services or don't want to go out and, you know, talk, we have, we have online trainings to help you through, you know, with your own, um, personal struggles with anxiety as well. And I'll have links down below that, um, will get you access to that as well. And, um, you know, and, and, and finally, I just want to kind of tie it up and, you know, with, with any kind of uncertainty situation, you really have four options, right? You can worry about the event and then the event can happen, Right. And in which case you're going to have to experience that event twice, right? You can worry about the event and it doesn't happen, right? In which case you experience it once, but unnecessarily. You can also not worry about it and then it happens, in which case you'll have to experience it when you, whenever it happens. And then you cannot worry about it and it could not happen. And in which case you'll have the most internal peace. And, and, and what I would suggest is just like, look, if if in fact you or someone you know does actually get the virus, when that time comes, you will have clear action to take. 
trying to control something in the future that you can't control is going to lead to rash decision to panic. And, um, you know, I'm not saying don't be prepared and don't take precautions. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is let's not do it at the expense of breaking our humanity and, and stopping and, and to stop caring about others around us, you know, like let's, let's keep that part of us. That's the best part of us. Um, you know, in, in many ways. And, um, you know, again, we're here to support you and, and there are tools you can use to combat anxiety if it is something you're dealing with. Um, you know, I really do encourage you to check out restoredminds.com if that's something that you, um, you struggle with. We have resources and tools available for you there. Um, and, uh, you know, I, and I just want to, the, the main thing I want to promote in this um, episode is just a message of internal peace for you, right? Because if we can do it on an individual level, we can do it within our relationships, within our families, and we can grow peace from the inside out, right? Peace isn't going to come from the outside. It's going to come from within. It's going to come based on the choices we make that fuel our emotions. And if you are fueled by panic and you keep feeling it through your behavior, it's going to grow. And if you're able to challenge it though and get enough space to realize that you're in panic and get enough space there where you start being able to choose how you're reacting to it, you can start to choose behaviors that will align with a more peaceful inner state and start to grow that peace within you and start to, you know, care and keep your respect and love for other people. Right. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's really all I wanted to say in this episode today. And, um, you know, I do wish everyone health and safety and, uh, and please, you know, take precaution, obviously take care of yourselves, but, but let's, uh, let's maintain our, our love for other people as well, right? Let's not lose sight of that. And so, um, thank you so much for taking the time to be with, uh, be with me today, um, on this episode. And, um, you know, I wish everyone the best and we're going to get through this together. And so, um, yeah, God bless everyone. And I'll see you guys on the next week. Thank you.